0: Jason, today's episode of the Lee's Summit Town Hall podcast is brought to the good people by Budget Blinds of Lee Summit.
1: Budget Blinds!
0: Jason, it's May. As a matter of fact, we're recording on Tuesday night, May the 4th, so we um, gotta say it. May the 4th be with you. May the 4th be with you. Hey, did you know that Budget Blinds is the place to get your signature series shades
1: all hail those robot shade overlords
0: hey these are awesome people they've got the stuff you need to make your home better and ready for all of this great warm weather i think we're on a streak jason i think i think it's here we can finally say it's springtime
1: it's springtime it is it's i can tell it's springtime because i keep wanting to go outside Um, even though even though like every tree in my yard is assaulting me with uh, pollen as I go out there. Um, I want to be outside. It's a beautiful time. And when I'm inside, I want to have like exposure to the outside. So I'll be, like, my shade's up and my window's open.
0: You know what you do? You can automate that stuff by going to see our friends at Budget Blinds. And even if you're um, in that weird place just west of us, you'll have an opportunity to visit Budget Blinds too. Because coming soon, a new store in Overland Park. So that you can go pay homage to our robot shade overlords. All you gotta do, go see our friends at budget blinds of Lee Summit right in the heart of downtown. Tell Jason next to you.
1: Hello again and welcome to Lee Summit Town Hall, a weekly podcast about what you can do to make a difference. I am Jason Norbury, and I am joined by a man who would prefer, if all things are equal, to serve you a taco rather than a burger. I'm a man of the Parker. people.
0: And I'm a man for the people, so the I will serve you Link tacos. To Lee,
1: the publisher of Link to Lee's Summit, which is the source for all the news you need about this very fine city. Our unofficial sponsor today is the vaccine, because now I got it. I got both of them. I'm two-shotted now, and you, I mean, not you, Nick, but everybody you, the big you, should get one, too. Is that the big Y-O-U? That is the big U. The capital, that's the capital Y-U. That's what that one is.
0: I you know, I'm happy because it means, Jason, we're gonna hang out soon.
1: Very soon. Actually, as you as this episode is being released, Nick and I will be spending some time together and we will be celebrating the fifth of May in an appropriate fashion by eating feasting. Nay, feasting on tacos.
0: On tacos. Hey, from some friends of ours over at Sabor Latino.
1: There we go. So we are doing the thing, and we I am I am as excited about having lunch on that wednesday as i have been about almost anything in the last several months so i
0: are. really can't I, I can't argue with that I, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited about these tacos as well hey speaking of tacos and those other things that some other people like those burgers yeah well hey we did another one of our uh, our pop-ups last weekend Matt Sanding from Lee Summit Social Services and I got together. We did another pop up outside of Local Foundry, and this time more than eight hundred dollars in donations, all of which went straight to Lee Summit Social Services. So, Jason, we've done this now three times, and that's nearly three thousand dollars in total donations for this local charity.
1: Look, I would like to take all the credit for this um, as a person who has helped cook and prepare the food and sell the food to people, but honestly, the the credit really goes to the generosity of our community because every time we do this, people come and they give and they give generously to eat the food. Now I will say this, we have served some pretty outstanding tacos and you know, burgers that are near their ceiling. Some of the okest cheeseburgers you've ever had. Some of the had. okayest cheeseburgers you could ever hope to have cooked by an okay cook. <laughs> we love you, Matt. But, <laughs> hey, I saying... even
0: got a little crazy this uh, this time, Jason, while you were yeah. gone. What'd you do? In addition to my carnitas street tacos,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I got a little crazy. I was also making from the griddle some carnitas quesadillas. Ooh. They went over pretty well. I think I need to up the game a little bit. Uh, I, I apologize. I need to make another confession uh-huh. because it's what we had on hand. I used American cheese.
1: Yeah. See, I mean, I can say it would still probably be all right. So it was good, it would be better. but it wasn't, it
0: wasn't at the level it needed to be.
1: You, you, you might be better with a little, uh, some, some Monterey Jack, or maybe even to get really fancy, some, uh, some queso fresco. Uh,
0: yeah, I think that's where we need to go. Hey, look, here's the, here's the real reason I bring this up. Jason. we want to do this again. Maybe, maybe two times, three times more, more this, this summer. Uh, but I know there are some other local charities that are doing good work out in Lee Summit. So if you know a local organization that could use a little bit of help, a little love from the community, let us know and we'll see if we can help them out next time we do a pop up. So just reach out to us on the Facebooks at Link to Lee Summit. Uh, you can hit us on Twitter at LS Town Hall or you can email me the old fashioned way, Nick
1: at Link to There we go. All right. Well, Nick, what else is going on in town? Hey.
0: All right, big news, big news at City Council on Tuesday night. Oh, what's that? The election. It's finally official.
1: So the school board can be the school
0: board? And don't forget, there was a little bit of a tax levy issue.
1: Uh, I don't – does that take effect? Yeah, it probably takes effect like August, whatever the – But they uh,
0: they certified the election results.
1: Right. They certified the the election results, so all those things are done. The counts were official no no change in the results of the election we didn't have any any uh, last minute recounting or anything of that nature that needed to happen but so there's a, a little peek into the the uh, tail of the process uh as we go through the election
0: <laughs> and one last bit of exciting news the downtown lee summit farmers market returns to downtown this saturday from eight to noon with the lifting of some of the the guidelines the COVID-19 guidelines from Jackson County Health Department we are able to see the farmer's market return to its home spot there at 2nd and Douglas so hey a big thank you to uh, to the friends out at Abundant Life Church for hosting it during the pandemic part but now that we can have it back downtown
1: it's going to be home you know Nick I'm going to say that I love to hear this news from you but you know who I'd rather hear it from no who do you want to hear more than me I would rather hear it from, I guess we would have to call this as in terms of downtown Main Street events, the horse's mouth from our events and promotions director at downtown Main Street, Julie Cook. Well, guess what? I
0: got a treat for you because coming up, we've got an interview with Julie Cook from downtown Lee Summit Main Street and Ashley Smithson from Velocity Lee Summit. And we're talking not only about the farmer's market return to its home base, but we're going to talk about a few other events and how, how these organizations are looking forward and bringing some of the the uh,
1: in-person events back and here they are we are here with ashley smithson the operational director for velocity lee summit and julie cook making her triumphant or uh, re-return or another return to the podcast moving back up the chain on our list of most often appeared on the podcast the she's coming and, for you Sandy, the events and promotions director with downtown lee summit main street Ladies, how are you today? One of you has to talk.
2: <laughs> I'm great. I'm, um, I'm at home with the kids, so that's my chaos back here.
1: And Julie, what chaos are you having for us today?
3: Oh, oh it's constant chaos here at the downtown main street office as you uh, all know
1: yeah so uh, we're, gonna let, we're gonna let people in on a little secret here and we're gonna we're gonna throw people under the bus because this is what we do at this podcast is right now julie is having a problem with background noise because her children donnie rogers and ashley noel um specifically are having trouble maintaining their quiet face while julie does her job and it's it's we're disappointed. It's a a problem. It's a problem. And we're disappointed in them both. So uh, now that we have that out of the way, we wanted to have you guys on, since you are two of the humans here in the Lee Summit area who help put on events. Um, And we are now coming to a situation where a pretty significant proportion of our uh, populace is vaccinated more and more every day, hopefully. And we, and we've had some relaxing of some of our uh, COVID-related restrictions—not all of them, but some of them—and and you both are planning in-person events again here in downtown and in Lee Summit in general. So I guess we'll start with Ashley. We're going to start with you. What are you up to uh, planning for Velocity that uh, that allows people to be in like a room together?
2: Yeah, we're really excited. Um, I will say we're embracing parts of what um, came out of last year. As far as accessibility, we're all about um, bringing resources to entrepreneurs and meeting them where they are. So uh, a lot of times that can mean at home with family. Um, So we've been doing events all through the pandemic uh, virtually and what we have in store now is in person uh, with likely some sort of component of online content provided. Um, whether that be the speaker's portion of the, the content or an option to vote along or potentially uh, pre-ask questions to speakers and that sort. So um, just to kind of preface it with, um, you know, onward and upward. And I think, um, it, you know, taking into account everything we've learned last year um, and then applying it to everything um, we know to be true about events is kind of what we're doing. So uh, coming up in May, we are going to Llewellyn, Um, In downtown Lee Summit, really excited to have their back room um, and patio area uh, to do a session where people can work on perfecting their elevator pitch, meaning when you're trying to explain your business to someone um, in the time that you have on the elevator with them. So in three minutes or less, telling people what you do and why they should support you. Um, So we're going to work with some people on that. Um, You can register on our website, info, or excuse me, velocityls.org or email me at info at velocityls.org but that's our very next event and i hope to get to talk about um june and july
0: which is our signature event um here later i think we'll we'll let that happen probably just 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 maybe julie we're going to turn to you because as we look at some in-person things happening and, and a big announcement after the county lifted some of the restrictions i'm I mean, the news is out there, but I'm going to let you say it. What's happening Saturday?
3: Yeah, so we have a big announcement, uh, and that is that the farmer's market is moving back downtown. So this Saturday, May 8th, I know, right? Round of applause. Which am just I so it Does this mean, does this mean the new pavilion's
1: <laughs> already <laughs> been built, or is this, no?
3: The pavilion's done. We're <laughs> <I'm> moving. Done. <laughs> no.
1: Somebody right? snapped their fingers, and it happened. <laughs> right.
3: No, I don't want to uh, give false hope. I don't want to give that much false hope, Jason, but uh, no, we are so excited uh, that the farmer's market is coming back downtown. So we will be set up in our normal location at the parking lot at second and Douglas by the Lee summit elementary school and um, masks and social distancing is not required. Um, as you all probably know from the Jackson County guidelines that we're, that we're, released last week. Um, but we have taken precautions to make sure that, uh, people can still spread out and socially distance at the market. And, um, so yeah, and there's, there's plenty of parking at second and green in that huge parking garage. If you have driven by that a time or two and wondered, Hmm. I wonder if that is free public parking. The answer is absolutely. And we recommend that that's where you park if you're interested in, it, in attending the market um, going forward, because that lot just north of the market will be closed for public parking due to the construction that's happening with the new apartment complex across the street.
0: I, I know that the the Saturday market has continued throughout the pandemic. It, it moved to the Abundant Life Church, and that was a great relationship between downtown. But how excited are you guys to finally to, to get this back home?
3: We are just so excited. I mean, it's been a long year. Um, and yes, you are exactly right. We are grateful to Abundant Life for hosting us this past year. Um, but the market is is just such a um, a mainstay for downtown. I mean, it's it makes for an even better experience when you can not only visit the market and pick up your fresh produce and your meat and cheese and flowers, but you can also go to Whistle Stop and get coffee or visit some of the boutiques in downtown. Um, it just makes for an even better day so just to have that centrally located back in downtown is really exciting and it's been a long time coming um, so it just couldn't come at a better time
0: was there confetti popping in the downtown office when this happened
3: Yeah. Popping bottles, uh, (laughs) popping confetti poppers. We we were like rejoicing and we, we laughed because we got, uh, when we got an email from the health department who we are in regular communication with um, this particular health department official included three exclamation points in her email (laughs) announcing that this (laughs) was happening. So um, we weren't the only ones excited for this change. So I think the customers and the, and the, the farmers will really enjoy this too.
1: So Julie, when you're, when you guys were, uh, obviously you, you jump, you have jumped on this news as, as quickly as is administratively possible. What were the, what were the, the the things that you wanted to make sure that you kept in place um obviously compliance with the rules that do still exist but also I mean so what are the things you kept in place when you made the decision to bring it back downtown not just like we really want it back where it belongs but what what are the other bits and pieces that that helped temper that maybe you know the the things that maybe gave you pause but then you went ahead and and made the decision
3: Well yeah I think the biggest thing that we considered and and implemented and what you'll see at the market this Saturday and going forward is that we, we haven't filled this lot at second and Douglas to max capacity. You know, we'll have a U shape of uh, vendor booths. And so, like I said, people will still be able to spread out um, and socially distance. Just we felt more comfortable with that. And um, we had set up the market at abundant life with, a max of 34 vendors and so they would all be spaced out and so we're able to keep all of those vendors um, going forward and have them and host them at 2nd and Douglas so we're able to host 34 vendors now. So I think the distancing was a big consideration because although masks are not required for um, outdoor events such as this um, like I said we still wanted all of the shoppers to to feel comfortable shopping outside um, so just allowing a little bit more room for people to spread out is what we wanted to have in place
0: yeah I think we're gonna I think we're gonna see a lot of people kind of easing back in there's gonna be some that are jumping back in I think there're gonna be others that are, are a little more a little more cautious and it's it, it, I think it's good that you guys are making it kind of creating an atmosphere that all of those people, no matter where you're at on that spectrum, right. Can feel, feel comfortable coming out and getting the world back. Right. Maybe.
3: Yeah. And that's another thing I wanted to say is like our, just overall our approach to events going forward. I mean, you may have hinted at this sort of analogy, but like kind of tiptoeing back in or wading back into these waters, as opposed to like taking the plunge with like a huge cannonball into (laughs) Um, Eighty foot waters. You know we're not having downtown days. You know we're not going to turn around and do like a huge summer festival with thousands of people. You know in a month or two. So we're we're easing our way back into it. You know we're step we're wading into the pool as opposed to like headfirst diving. Like uh, as it relates to events anyway.
0: Well, I think that leads to a good question. And Ashley, you can jump, jump in here too. Um, you know, what are, are you considering? What are the things that, that you guys as events planners are, are weighing as you look at, at putting more events back together that are, that are in person?
2: Yeah, I think for for me and for a lot of people in the industry, it's just sort of, you know, the market took a huge break. Hi, guys. And, um, you know, just what is the what do people even want? What are they comfortable with? Um, You know, so I think uh, there's a lot of interesting testing going on where people are just trying things out um, try and trying to see what people um want you know i know uh the lisa ADC had started their happy hours again um and cha- the chamber's been doing some in-person things um they have their gala coming up so um i think that it's just sort of testing things out and um it, as best you can offering an online presence still is a big consideration i think moving forward um um, I don't know about the farmer's market, but I know a lot of the boutiques downtown started to offer a lot more pickup, to, you know, for um, online shopping and curbside pickup, which can be handy for busy shoppers or um, like me with screaming kids in the car. So, um, you know, just just testing things out and seeing what the market wants, serving people um, and really trying to listen to, um, you know, our our constituents, our community members about their concerns or their, um, you know, I think mostly for us, it's been expressions of desire to get back in person and to have some return to normalcy. But I have added a consideration of food and beverage, I think will look different moving forward um you know just the, some logistic things about trying to instead of we talked about this morning for pitch pub crawl instead of voting on paper and having people share pens you go to a digital voting component sanitizing stations um you know things like that but
0: um Have I seen see a lot phase
2: <laughs> yeah and yeah i could see a lot of things sticking around like that
1: well, Julie, what do you, um, how, I mean, obviously the the farmer's market doesn't really, I mean, uh, there's a food component in that you sell food or food is being sold there, but there's not a lot of, uh, a lot of food service. And I know that those are something that comes with a lot of your events. People are are doing food or, or not doing food. How are you guys taking food and beverage into account when you're, when you're looking at things?
3: Yeah, I think that like, I would agree with with what Ashley said, yeah, we are definitely taking that into consideration. Um, I think sometimes having some food or beverage like pre-packaged I think feels a little bit safer for people now. Um, And so there's ways to go about that. And um, I know with some of the retail shopping events that we would host in what I like to call the before times, you'd see a lot of a lot of those buffet style like a big tray of food or like you
1: know, yeah are we are sulfur. we getting our are we getting our queso fountain back cuz that's really what i want <laughs> There was yeah. a queso fountain
3: <laughs> yeah queso fountain um hand scoop your own ice cream <laughs>
1: Now look, I'm going to say this. 16 months ago, this is not a joke. And now we're like you say that and everybody who's listening on the podcast is like, "Whoa, whoa, don't, right? whoa don't don't touch my ice cream ever." Oh,
3: yeah. I mean, I have a, a a son about to turn 1 and like the thought of having him blow out birthday candles like now or going forward ever, I I just shudder to think. Like, yeah, now we're just going to serve up that cake to 12 12- of our friends and family. Um,
1: and, my, and my child full of germs just spat on. It's fantastic. He just,
3: yeah, covered with germs. Yeah, uh, happy birthday. Thank you, everyone. Um, no, so I think, like, a lot of those norms are or traditions, you know, are just going to be kind of tweaked and changed going forward, and that's probably for the best, <laughs> honestly, um, to have, like I said, some of the, the food or drink maybe just – like I said, prepackaged, packaged or um, I don't know how you can handle like the distribution of that a little bit more safely, but um, that's definitely going to be part of what you'll see from our events. I think going forward is maybe just less of a focus on uh, some of the food or drink unless it's
1: like made to order or I don't know. So what I'm hearing is pour one out for the queso fountain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fair enough. It's going to be, like,
2: it's going to be memes that we can go back and tell our kids about. Like uh, we were talking about those drinks that they used to serve with like four straws in them. Right. I remember eating ice cream out of a trough with a bunch of people like, Oh no, no more bobbing for apples, Jason. It's It's
1: gone. Well, I'm wow. When was the last? Time we had a bobbing for apples reference. <laughs> RIP group group Everclear drinks I guess is what we're saying here but I'm okay I'm going to survive I'm going to get through it we all look we've all had losses in the pandemic and if that's the worst thing that happens to me I think I'm okay I'm going to survive I'm going to survive gross communal food
0: uh, actually you, you mentioned a couple you couple of events that are coming up but I know really the the big one that that Velocity is excited to have come back is its signature event the Pitch Pub Crawl that happens in July. This is tell people a little bit about this event that maybe don't know and then how people can 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 come come take part in it a little bit. This is an exciting one. This is a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, I'm excited about it. Speaking of um, drinks, it won't be served out of a bathtub, but we are going to do a signature <laughs> drink. Um, so, you know, and and I think um, what we've learned from some of the venues that are reopening, you know, is just following restaurants and venues lead. They are always, you know, thinking about you know, germs and the way to manage them. So um, a lot of places are doing buffet, but they provide servers now. So it's not self-serve buffet anymore. You know, it's the shields, sneeze cards and stuff. So just keeping that in mind. um, Yeah, but, you know, I think it's a good point that we're for the better. This is for the better. You know, it's just being a little bit more considerate because, you know, flu and cold season, were, you know, we're way down this year because people were being more considerate of how germs are spread through food and beverage in particular. So, um, yeah, we're going to do appetizers with a buffet, uh, you know, a, a staffed buffet. So that'll be nice. Um, We're still working out venues as uh, Nick is aware, but uh, basically it is a pub crawl um, and we've added the element of business pitches. So think Shark Tank, um,
0: you know. Only more fun.
2: Yeah, meets pub crawl. Um, As far as um, we really highlight entrepreneurs throughout the entire community. So we bring a lot of people from Kansas City, Kansas, um, you know, Harrisonville, everywhere um, out to downtown Lee Summit. We go from bar to bar in here. Really unique business pitches. We've had some pretty um, rock star get. You know pictures in the past that are not just local rock stars but international rock stars in their industry um so we get to really host a lot of the up-and-coming um you know stars of entrepreneurism in right here in kansas city so uh, we bring them to downtown Lee summit we show them a good time take them for part of bar the crowd gets to vote for their favorites and then um we are going to do a um the recept- we do a finals reception every year. This year we're doing it at Bridge Space. And so you can come back and get a signature cocktail made by Embrace the Grape um, and some more um, uh, buffet style food and um, get to really enjoy all that Bridge Space has to offer as far as indoor and outdoor um, space. So, you know, just really excited to hopefully bring the pitches um, digitally so there's still some participation available for people um, and really just addressing everyone's. Comfort level, but this is one that um, is our signature event as far as getting people together, showcasing what we love, Downtown Lee Summit, highlighting um, you know pictures from the rock stars to the the turnover mom and pop. Um, I don't know if you saw any of our pitch at homes last year, but Embers Candlebar one from down there, we had neighborhood places, neighborhood cafe place as well. So it's, um, you know, it gives an opportunity for people to pitch really cool startups, but also things that they've done to change um, and highlight their industry um, and, and make it, you know, change it for the better.
0: That is a that is that is a great event and it's it's one that has caught on kind of around the region is something something happening in Lee Summit that's gonna kind of set a standard, I think, and and I I imagine that you'll see other versions of this in other communities.
2: Absolutely, it brings the community together, and we're able to showcase judges and give out prize money. And you know, like I said, everybody gets to vote for their favorite. It's really encourages the the business owner to bring their crowd out, so they'll vote for them. And then what I love is, you know, everyone's heard your friends and family have heard about your product, and they come to it to support you and they vote for you, obviously. But they're going to hear about eight other great businesses that they can now support, and then their people are going to hear about your product and idea. So I love the synergy that it gives to everyone, um, you know, it's sort of become in the entrepreneurscape, you know, uh, another notch as far as, um, you know, 1 million cups and other um, pitch opportunities that you've made sure you've done velocity's pitch pub crawl.
0: As, as we wrap this up, I'm going to put both of you on the spot here. So, so think about Lee summit and all of the many events that happen normally around the community is there one that you are really really excited like you can't wait until that thing comes back do you have a favorite i know i do
2: for for me um i think i'll feel like it's back to normal when downtown days comes back that's one that my family always goes to i have um a fist of both my babies um were born in may so i have a a fist of theirs that's dipped um from one of the vendors down there um and so you know it's just for us a nice like the summer's here school's done let's enjoy downtown lee summit for the summer so i i heard that you guys weren't bringing it back and i'm sad i think it's the right call but i think you know 2022 is a great year to just do it up even bigger and even better so that is what i'm probably Uh, you know, on the horizon most looking for as far as all of Lee summit, but for velocity, it's definitely pulling off the pitch pub crawl in two months because again, that'll help me feel like more like normal.
1: All right, Julie, what's it for you?
3: Gosh. Yeah. I, I was thinking downtown days too, Ashley, because that is um, something that we're really, really looking forward to bringing back in 2022. Um, But, I mean, talking about the events that I look forward to that are just ways to make very special memories with uh, my friends and family. I mean, I think the mayor's tree lighting is definitely one. I mean, I just absolutely love to see downtown during the holiday season and just all of the lights and getting to see the joy on the kids' faces when they see Santa. I think that was one this year we really felt like families were really bummed out, you know, that couldn't happen in person. And so for that to come back, um, you know, to bring Santa back downtown, I think is going to make a lot of people uh, really happy this, this holiday season. So I'm really hopeful that, you know, if, if the recovery continues on um, the trajectory that we're on, I'm really looking forward to just more of those like family Family-friendly types of events like the mayor's tree lighting.
0: I'm really a little disappointed he didn't say Emerald Isle Parade.
1: <laughs> okay, that one fishing, was on my list fishing, too. Fishing for fishing for like love, love. Julie, is what all I wanted was a little bit of love, Julie. That's all I, wanted.
3: <laughs> love. I know the Emerald Isle Parade. That's a fun one. And well, I guess I was thinking before that even like our Halloween parade, Booze Barks and Badges. I mean, I absolutely love seeing all of those costumes and it's just even more fun now that i have a little kid of my own that i can dress up <laughs> so um so that should hopefully be a fun one too this fall
2: are you uh, going to be able to do
3: it this fall hopefully we'll have to see um i mean that's i'm not trying to make any like announcements now <laughs> we'll we're take gonna, it.
0: tell us your answer and we're going to write it down and broadcast to the world.
3: We were going to quote you on this. No, I think really, like I said before, we're taking it kind of one event at a time. Like I said, with that, you know, dipping our toes in the water, kind of see how it goes. And um, I think we're well positioned to do that because of what we've learned from this past year that we've, like everyone has done, we've we've just pivoted our uh, our focus as far as event planning goes like so many different times we have tried new events with like our passport program and with our downtown raffle and so we've coordinated more things online virtually so i think we're just of course excited to have events again where people can gather but i think we'll still be able to experience that community, even if we can't, uh, because we have been able to implement some fun new ideas that we can do even during a pandemic. So,
0: so yeah. I I think we probably can say we're we're all have uh, found new ways to be creative. Well, Ashley, Julie, thank you. Thank you so much for taking a little bit of time today for talking a little bit about Upcoming events, congratulations, Julian, downtown. The market is coming home this Saturday, so everybody go do your shopping, except for when it's my turn to shop down there. I I don't want anybody getting in my way or stealing my bread that I want to buy or the bacon. There will be no bacon, everyone. Don't go try to buy it. Nick's buying all the bacon. I'm buying all the bacon.
2: (laughs) Um, (laughs) The bacon is sold out. If I want to beat Nick there what are the hours? Oh
3: yeah, if you want to beat
2: uh, Nick it's
0: 5 to the- <laughs> 6 p.m. Ashley.
2: <laughs> Perfect. Right. That's about what time I'm get ready and get out of the
3: house. Um no, the market will be open from 8 a.m. to noon this Saturday.
1: No. Right sorry, in Nick, the heart Nick, of Nick downtown. Get, yeah, Nick won't get up that early, so you can get there early, <laughs> Ashley. You can you can do that. Um, you can <laughs> buy all the bacon, bacon. Buy all the bacon, and <laughs> I'm deny gonna buy Nick the
2: bacon, fry the bacon, and eat it outside your window. Sweet.
1: <laughs> this would this would not surprise me. I would literally pay for attendance for that kind of torture <laughs> for Nick. So thank thank you, Ashley. I appreciate that.
2: That's another great fundraiser idea, you guys. I love it.
1: <laughs> there thank we go. How much money? Yeah. You know, How much money can we raise you know to what? force Nick to watch people eat bacon? I will. I will
0: be tortured. If we can raise some money for charity, I'm okay with that. If it does don't a little
2: let, bit good, I mean, for instance, don't let Matt Sanning here. You say that? No,
1: no, that's part of his torture. Is he has to hang out with Matt Sanding and cook food, and so that's <laughs> that's that that's <laughs> part that work. So, all right, well, we have achieved all of our goals. We got Julie on the podcast. We got Ashley on the podcast. We tossed about cool, positive things happening and we got to slander Matt Sanning. So I think we have done a good job on this interview. I want to thank you both for coming on to and chatting with these today, and good luck um, on all the stuff you guys have coming forward. And Julie, I'm holding you to this promise about the parades in the fall. Good, yeah,
3: (laughs) I love that, thank you. And the costumes.
0: Well, thank you both so much. That will wrap us up for this episode. We'll talk to everybody next time.